Hello, and welcome to episode 121 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And I always forgot how to do the intro right there. <laughs> That's all right. It happens every it week. Happens. You guys just don't ever get to hear it. Yeah, and that wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. I used to just forget how to talk. I yeah. used to remember what I'm supposed to say. Um, <laughs> we'll roll with it. It's yeah. all good. So this week we're talking about, is it the Summer of Legend? Summer of Legend. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of news out of Wizard Coast, so we're going to break it down and let you all know what's going on. Yeah. So if you would like to get us about the Summer of Legend or anything that you're excited about, you can tweet at us at Casual Tripod. Or you can hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG. Or you can shoot us an email, show at CasualTryhardMTG.com. We also have our TCG Player affiliate link if anybody's looking to pick up any singles from Strixhaven. I know I saw a couple finance videos floating around about how absurdly cheap the mystical archives are. Like half of them are less than 80 cents or something like that. I think I heard. Uh, So if you want to pick any of those up, uh, we would appreciate it. If you use our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Anything you purchase after following that link, we'll get a chunk of to help keep the show going on the mystical archive thing. Mm-hmm. I think I had like, I don't know, two or 300 of them show up. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just stacks of them. And they were all big like, old bricks. Yeah. They were all like a quarter or yeah. something. Well, I think they're even cheaper than that now. Like, I went after I had heard that on that video, I went on a TCG player and, you know, they're obviously the lower tier ones, but you can get like Claim the Firstborns for eight cents. Dear God. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I might have to go buy more then, because like there's a few yeah. cards I want. Also, um, is it Abundant Harvest? Yeah, the one that's Modern Horizons. Yeah, um, that is apparently taking over Legacy. So just oh really? FYI. Yeah. No, I I picked mine up. Yeah. I wonder if the price is moving on them yet. Like the foils were like four dollars. I was gonna buy some foils. Yeah. So all right, continue with the oh, intro. I'm- don't forget, it's going to be in Modern Horizons also. Yeah, exactly. So don't, I wasn't don't go too crazy with yeah, uh, super uh, worried about it. And, you know, yeah. we'll talk about how Modern Horizons is going to look. <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> but yeah, so use our TCG player affiliate link, uh, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Uh, should be a link in the description if you don't want to type it out and you just want to click on it. Also, if you want to support us a little bit more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Patrons get early access to show notes. They get sole access to our pre-show where we kind of talk about everything. Um, Some stuff that doesn't make it into the show, some stuff that does make it into the show, a little behind the scenes, uh, like nuts and bolts podcast stuff, some stories from our personal lives, a little bit of everything in there. Um, And only our patrons get to hear about it. So if you want to hear about it, Hop on over to patreon.com slash casual tryhard MTG. Throw a couple bucks in the pot, help us out, and you get to hear even more content from us. Uh, also, we have our YouTube channel, Casual Tryhard MTG on YouTube. We've been trying really hard to get some more content up there. I know Brian's been posting uh, draft videos like every day. Every and- weekday, there's a draft video at noon, so you can eat your lunch if you're on, you know, in the U.S., or, or eat your dinner if you're in uh, in Europe, yeah. to uh, to me 
stumbling around or doing well in a, in a draft in Strixhaven. Yep. So you got that to look forward to. We also got a couple things in the works, uh, a couple bigger projects that uh, I'm kind of tossing around trying to figure out how to do. And we've talked about them in the pre-show. So going back to Patreon, uh, if you guys want to hear about maybe what's coming up in the future, that's that's a way to check that out as well. But check out our YouTube channel. Um, I do box openings there whenever a new set comes out. And like I said, Brian does the draft videos. And we do have a couple more ideas for some content on YouTube. So make sure you check out our YouTube channel. As I say, apparently people want me to uh, open 150 Strixhaven packs on Arena. Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, so I I was thinking about doing, um, here's where I am before I open these packs. Here's how many drafts this was, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you break it all down. Like go through, yeah. go through like what you currently have of Strixhaven mm-hmm. and show like you know what you get from the drafts, and then like maybe your vault progress and stuff. But yeah, that's yep. a good idea. And just kind of lay out like here's exactly what you get for my slightly less than ten thousand gems. Yep. So there you go. Yeah, awesome. So look forward to that. That's coming at some point, I guess. Yeah, soon. <laughs> I need some Witherbloom command, so I need to start cracking packs. Yeah, you don't have any? I have one. It's not a great yeah, draft it, card. It's really not. I drafted it twice, I think, and I wish I hadn't both times. Yes, I've passed it like three. Really just I'm just does like, nothing. I'm like, nope. This, there's not yeah. a lot of X1s in this format. No, almost none. So. Yeah. And uh, so last but not least, as far as our social media goes, is our Discord. It's probably the most active, quickest answer you're going to get out of any of the ways to get a hold of us. So hop on over to our Discord. There's a link in the description. There's also a link on all of our social media. If you can't figure out how to get in, let us know and we'll send you a personalized link to get in over there. There's a whole bunch of different rooms. There's a finance room, a homework room, a free stuff room. Speaking of free stuff, this that's a good thing that I went over this because I almost forgot. I do have just a couple, Kaldheim, and Strixhaven FNM promo codes. I don't have many because it's just like a couple packs that somebody had cracked at the game store and left the cards behind. So first come, first serve. I'll hand them out two at a time until they're gone. Hopefully I will be getting some more of them. So remember how many I've given you because you're only allowed five per account. But hop on to Discord, hop into the free stuff room, Post up exactly what you're looking for, and I'll send the codes out. Like I said, first come, first serve, two at a time until they're gone. Yes, I'm still going to enter all my codes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I sent Brian some. So, uh, yeah. A very very loose intro, let's say. Sure. Intro plus some show. You got all kinds of stuff there. See, you got to make the intro worth listening to. Otherwise, they just skip skip through it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, you never know what we're going to talk about, so you got to listen to the intro. Yeah. The yeah, outro, yeah. too. I mean, sometimes there's stories in the outro that if you skip the outro, you'll miss the story. Yeah, exactly. See, this is then we got to like work in our brand integrations that we don't have yet. And then, yeah. then, then that's how we really get them. <laughs> what? Why are they talking about G Fuel right now? Because <laughs> they said to check. Uh, that's why. I mean, I love G Fuel. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's how I power myself. Uh, all right. right. So we are going to talk about uh, the Summer of Legend, which was a, is it 
MTG Daily is their Twitch show? Their weekly yeah. like Twitch show? I don't know. I'm having an awful hard time keeping up with all of the ways Wizards is trying to engage with us that I don't care about. Yeah, I've watched that show a few times. Like It's got Blake Rasmussen yeah. and other people who yeah. I don't remember. And I went through a phase where I watched it pretty religiously. Yeah. And now I can't remember the last time I've opened Twitch to like watch a magic event. So they're doing yeah. a great job. Esports. Right. <laughs> uh, esports. Also, I'm waiting for servers still. Uh, esports. <laughs> uh, so. Just um, restart your client like all the magic pros do. Yeah. After every you know, game. in between every round. Yeah. So the Summer of Legend was basically their big announcement for what's happening in the it's summer. It's like the year of Commander except for 2021 instead of for 2020. Yeah. So (laughs) what do we what do we have coming down the pipe? Oh, a whole bunch of stuff. First up, I believe starting next week. Is that correct? Next week? No, two weeks is uh, in two weeks. We'll start to get Modern Horizons 2 spoilers. So they broke down a little bit of what's to come in Modern Horizons 2. Some of it we already know. Some of it we did not know. So Modern Horizons 2 will have a pre-release. I think that that was previously announced. From the little bit that I've heard from vendors, shop owners, sources like that, I believe the pre-release is going to be somewhere around the $50, $60 mark. Okay. So it's not going to be, you know, $30, $27, whatever a normal pre-release is. It's going to be about twice that. Yeah. And that will be June 11th. So there'll be pre-release events June 11th. Modern Horizons 2 is also going to have the full full swath of booster fun. So we're going to get draft boxes, collector boxes, uh, set boxes, and fat packs. Bundles, good sir. Because fat's uh, offensive. I, I didn't mean to offend the packs. Uh, <laughs> you are a bundle. I'm sorry I called you fat. <laughs> Um, so, but that's uh, weird though, that we have bundles for modern horizons too. Like the only other supplementary set that we had even collector boosters for was commander legends. And we didn't have set boosters or bundles for that. Oh no. Double masters had the $100 packs. Well, yeah, they were technically collector boosters though. They were, they were, they were some other thing. But yeah, my first thought when I saw we were getting bundles is this is something that that's a product that's easy to put on a shelf at a Walmart or a Target. Oh, I don't I don't know if you want to get into this today or not, but I don't know that that's happening anymore. Oh, you don't think? Well, I mean, there's been like people posting all over social media that they're going to their local Walmarts and Targets and there's signs up that say... What did it say? Due to poor behavior from our customers, we will not be restocking any TCG products. Okay, I've not seen that. I saw a sign that was like at at my target that was like, or our target, that was like, like they're limiting this to like two per person, two two things per person. I mean, I guess some stores are not even restocking anymore because people are just clearing the shelves, just well, stealing them and like as for 
for I know it's big in Pokemon. They're like clearing the shelves to resell at twice the price because they're yeah. a shortage product. It would seem weird to me that a store would be like, people are buying this whole shelf of stuff. I guess we shouldn't sell it anymore. Well, so I, I think the problem is people though. are people. Well, people are getting like there's interactions that aren't good for the store happening because of it. Oh, fair. Um, like there's people that have been camping out in Target parking lots the night before the company comes in to stock the trading card game shelves so that they can be first in line to buy all of the Pokemon. Gotcha. Every okay. week. Like not just, you know, once a quarter when the new video game came comes out. It's like every Thursday there's people sleeping in the Target parking lot waiting for the MJ Holdings rep to come. Gotcha. So... Okay, that might not be the thing, but that was my first thought was this yeah. is something that's like easy to put on a shelf and mm -hmm. like harder to steal than a pack. So my thought when I saw bundles were that this is kind of a premium product that's somewhere around twice the price of a normal product. Mm -hmm. And if somebody may not be able to afford, call it 300 bucks for a booster box, they can probably afford a hundred bucks for a bundle. That's fair. And kind of have the same ish feeling as opening a box when you're opening your bundle. Or like set the bundle on the shelf. I can't. I can't get three hundred dollars right. to set it aside, but I can get a hundred. That's fair. Yeah. So the good news, in air quotes, mm -hmm. is that the set booster, collector booster, draft booster dynamic has led to more cards existing. Yes. Which has driven the prices down, particularly like uh we're going to like the the fact that there's so many different versions of things. There kind of yeah. ends up being like the tippity top premium version, like the mm -hmm. most desirable, then there's like a mid grade and then there's like a low grade. Right. And so usually like if you want to get into modern, let's say with the fetch lands, you're able mm -hmm. to just like get in at the the low grade, yeah. You know, uh, fetch land, which is just the normal fetch land we've always had, right? Right. But then we well, have extended arts, yeah, for um, fetch lands. And the first other time things. we'll have extended arts, and then we have old border fetch lands for the fetch lands that were never printed in old border. Yeah. I don't know how they're doing this. Like they, they really didn't. Re well, they didn't really release any info of how these old border cards are going to be in the set. Like they showed the old bordered fetches and said that there's going to be other old bordered cards, but they're also have showcase cards that aren't old border. So I don't know if they're, if it's like time spiral and there's just an old border card in every pack. Or if this is more akin to borderless cards, but we also have borderless cards. Like if you think back to Core 21, you had the borderless cards like the Scavenging Ooze and the Solemn mm -hmm. Simulacrum and whatever. And then you also had the showcase cards, which were like the theme for Planeswalker. Yep. And then in addition to both of those, we're going to have another frame, which is the old border. Yeah. And I don't know how it's all going to work. Yeah. So a few things on, on this. So mm -hmm. like I said, one, 
it's going to lead to, like I said, probably Old Border being the premium edition. Uh, old Border Foil being the premium. Yeah, but I mean, like, but if you just yeah. Old Border, then yeah. Full Art, then yeah. just regular pack. So that'll mm-hmm. make it, hopefully so, the regular pack fetches become a little bit more accessible for oh, the, a brief period of time. So uh, I think that because we're going to have Old Border and Extended Arts... A lot of the people that are currently holding fetch lands are going to get off of them to buy into, you know, whatever pimp version they have. So it's probably not just going to drive the price of the regular, like the regular pack Modern Horizons 2 fetch land down, but it's probably going to drive like the um, Modern Masters 3 versions down as well. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the Zendikar versions. But yeah. The OG the, one. Yeah. But the, the reprint one. So also. Mm-hmm. We hadn't print printed anything in old border for like twenty years, right? And now we have back to back supplementary products that we're like, "Yo, here's some old border stuff." I'm on board, man. Printed all old border. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just funny that we were like, they're like, "No, we can't do that. We're done with that border. It's all good." And now they're just like, "Old border." Well, we had old border stuff in mystery boosters. We fair, but that was. And I feel like this is different. List. Did the list have old borders? Oh, yeah, because it was just like yeah. the whatever printing it was in. Yep. But no, just like printing cards in the old border yeah. that hadn't been in the border. Yeah. And then, so going off of your thing about, uh, you have no idea how this is going to work. Right. So yeah, I, I was no listening to, and I brought this up, this particular podcast up a couple weeks ago. When I talked about how MTG Goldfish made a real-time EV calculator for Strixhaven. Yeah. And something that... Is it, was it Tomer? Not Tomer. Oh, gosh. So the guy who uh, owns MTG Goldfish was complaining that he was trying to make the real-time EV calculator. Yeah. But there's... Nowhere does Wizards ever tell you the frequency of anything. Yeah. So... He was like, it's so weird because any like digital thing like this that you do, you just like click a box, you click something and it tells you like, here's the chance of you getting the like a a mythic Fortnite skin. Yeah. Here's the chance of you getting a rare Fortnite skin. Right. Mm -hmm. There's not a like here's your chance of getting an, you know, a full art. Here's your, here's your chance of getting a showcase, a showcase. What, what the frequencies are on mythic, uh, mystical archives versus rare mystical archives versus uncommons. Yeah. Right. Like there's not a, like, it's not like you just go to a page and it's like one in every 35 packs will have this. Yeah. And he was like, it's so frustrating or like, you know, I'd imagine that like, if you ask though, they'd have to provide that to you because like, if you, if you look at a booster pack, it does say, you know, the chances of getting a mythic, the chances of getting a foil, like it's printed on the booster pack. And I don't know that they would tell you that if they didn't have to. Yeah. So I imagine if you like sent them an email and said, I want the breakdown of when I'm going to get a border. Like if I open a case, I want to know how many borderless cards I'm going to get. I want to know how many, 
old border cards I'm going to get, whatever. Yeah, like, what are the frequencies? But, like, that should just yeah. be something that, like, whenever they have, like, Strixhaven or Modern Horizons yeah. 2, like, and they don't have to, like, say it in all of their, like, promotional stuff, but it just should be a link that you click, and you yeah. just get, like, the table. Yeah. Because, like, you know, if you, like I said, if you, like, play some, like, digital game, when you open this loot box, here's your frequency. And, yeah. I mean, there is the argument that's been going on that packs are just loot boxes for physical things. Well, they are. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's the... Remember when you were a kid when, like, you would, uh... You'd put the quarter in the thing? And yeah, then yeah, the yeah. machine, and you'd spin it, and, like, something would come out, and you'd be like, oh, what did I get? Yeah. I always wanted the sticky hand, and I always got the ring. Oh, the sticky hands are awesome. They were awesome. Or the octopus that, like, the, that goes down, down the wall. wall? Yes, I, that's what I was thinking. Those things were great. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they like cause cancer, or like oh. if you if you swallow it, you become an octopus or something. <laughs> right, we just can't have them anymore because I've not, you know, not that I've been looking, but I've also not seen one in years. I mean, they don't like have machines though, do they? Like, are there still quarter machines in like the I, supermarket? I don't think. Yeah. So like. Yeah, come on, we we need we need to get those back, but yeah, it's just like probably, it would, like there probably couldn't be a quarter anymore. Yeah, times are changing. Would, <laughs> yeah, and like it feel really bad like stack four quarters in this thing. It's like why am I playing for like half a dryer at a laundromat for the sticky hand? Yeah, <laughs> uh, or this like two cent ring, but it would be nice if you knew like you know one in. 20 packs is going to have an old bordered rare card. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, okay. So if I, if there are, you know, 10 old bordered rares, if I open a case, you know, I don't know, I'm 50% to get an old bordered fetch land or something. Yeah. Whatever that math works out to be. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So I didn't make it easy on myself. Yeah, it's just it's just weird that we have no idea kind of how it breaks down. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll get at least a glimpse into how they're going to be distributed. Maybe not like the exact chances, but when they come out with like the contents of a collector booster, we should be able to figure out like what's going to be where. Yeah. We don't know what the rest of the old bordered cards are or how many of them there are. Um, but we also mentioned that there's going to be showcase cards. And the showcase cards they said are going to be like artist sketches. Um, so it's not, I don't know like if any of you guys have noticed this, but a lot of times some of the more prominent artists that get like a feature card, like a card that's going to be good in the set or C play or whatever, a lot of times we'll post up like progress picks. Like once the card's been spoiled, they'll say, oh, here's the art for whatever. And they'll post up progress picks of like, a rough draft sketch, a finished sketch, like the first go over with color and then like the final product or whatever. And that's what they're doing for the showcase cards for this set is they're going to be releasing the sketch art as the showcase card. Yeah. And like the, the Urza saga that they uh, yeah. previewed was uh, a good example of this. Yeah. And then they also said that on the showcase cards that will have flavor text, instead of having flavor text, we'll have the art direction, which I thought was kind of cool also. Oh, that is a neat idea. Yeah. 
so it like you know it'll be something like um subject is a female orc looking towards the sky um you know feelings of dread and then like that's what they give to the artist who then you know creates whatever dreaded orc okay whatever so speaking about art direction yeah this i i knew this story from before but like Mm -hmm. two weeks ago on um it's called the Resleavables. It is the Star City like knockoff version of the uh, Grantland podcast, The Rewatchables. And I just went okay. like super deep. Basically, uh, The Rewatchables they go back through movies and they talk about the good and the bad, uh, mm-hmm. and then they give like awards to the movie. Uh, this okay. they're talking about sets. It's uh, Cedric Phillips and Patrick Sullivan, and mm-hmm. they go through all the stuff in the set, whatever. It's really, if you want to, like, hear about, like, old-timey magic and, like, you want Patrick Sullivan to be as Patrick Sullivan as he can be, like, this is the thing for you. (laughs) It it actually sounds pretty cool. I didn't know this existed. Yes, you did. I put it in our group chat. Like, weeks ago. Yes. Like, there's, like, ten episodes, and they've just done different blocks. So, like, they just did, like, the Apocalypse block. Yeah. Uh, they, They started off on Time Spiral. Okay. And they just go through like each set and they're like, hey, what are all the cycles and everything? Anyway, there has become a thing that is the upper deck story of the week, which okay. is from when Patrick Sullivan designed cards for the Versus system. Mm-hmm. And apparently at that time, upper deck was a holy criminal organization. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this he brought up this story and I had heard it before. And uh, it was so if you know Marvel, there's Galactus, right? And he's mm-hmm. giant. Right. Right. And so they had a Galactus card and they sent art direction to an artist that was Galactus blocks out the sun. And okay. the art that came back was Galactus covering his eyes and squinting against the sun because it was so bright, <laughs> as opposed to Galactus being giant and blocking the Block sun the from sun. the earth. It was uh, it's so bright. Uh. And so like he talked about it like he's like, oh, I'll have to see if I can find that art. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that is the card because I've heard this story before, like outside of this context. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, so art direction is probably more specific than that now. But yeah. if you want like a kind of a trip down like memory lane and it, like they talk about like who won events when and like what they were doing in their lives and everything. It's it's really good. So I'll have to check it out. Yeah, the, I must have missed it when you posted that. Yeah, that sounds the, really the, cool. the, the rest I like it comes out like every Tuesday and I look forward to it every week. Just start back at the beginning. If you're gonna do it, start back when they started doing Time Spiral. Yeah. And it is it is well worth it. I'll have to check it out. Keep listening to our podcast, people. You can add a podcast. You can't take us away. Take something right, else. Don't away. ever take us away. Take family time away or something. But no, not us. Not us. We're your family we now. You. <laughs> we need you. We need your validation. Okay. So no, that's a neat idea where we have the uh, the the art direction and the sketches and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of a, a look behind the behind the screen or whatever. Yeah. Behind the curtain. 
That's yes. the word I was looking for. So they're going to put 42 reprints that aren't in modern into modern. Yeah, kind of like they did last time where, you know, was cards it, from sets, they... Was it that many? I actually thought it was more last time. Okay, I... Like, 42 sounded like a lot. I might just be misremembering. Mis I actually thought it was more last time, but maybe it wasn't. I, I really don't... I'd have to go back and look. Um, well, but, like, when... we had um, Lava Dart and wall of blossoms what what wall of blossoms yeah um were you know cards that were in a set that was pre-modern legal uh, no okay so we forgot about ultra dementia which like broke the format oh yeah, yeah that's true yeah, we had uh, so i'm looking at it right now there were 45 in the set plus the buy a box promo which was fluster storm Okay, so this time we have 42, I'm assuming, plus the buy a box promo, which is Sanctum Prelate? Yes. So basically the same number. Now, granted, some of these cards, like, didn't do anything. Right. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. And they didn't say this anywhere, but I looked at uh, some of the cards that they were showing pictures of, and I noticed that this is a 303-card set. That's pretty big, isn't it? It is like, like the, normal set, like two eighty ish or two sixty ish, somewhere in that general like ballpark. So yeah. yeah, that does seem like a lot. Yeah. Um. Um. And then one other thing that they had said that they didn't really elaborate on is they said that I'm pretty sure they said that there's one of these forty two cards in every pack. Okay. Whatever that means. So, Modern Horizons 1 was 255. Oh, so this is way bigger. It's like 50 cards bigger. Yeah. And I made sure that this doesn't count like the alternate border stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be that they uh, designed a 260 card set. And then added 42 cards. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Which the math works out, right? 260 plus yep. 42 plus 1. That's 303. Yeah, so it could just be like you have the... You have that. And I mean, if you... Let's say... That, they also had basic lands in the last set. Yeah. Because so, we had snow-covered lands. Yeah, so like if you don't have the basic, right? If the basic slot is a reprint slot. Yeah. Right, then you're, then you're fine. Like you still have your... It's... It's basically the Strixhaven draft. Yeah. Right? Where your effectively your basic land slot is not not your basic land slot, but like it's you have like just like you have a mystical archive, you have like an old timey archive. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, kind of the same idea. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Maybe that's gonna be the old no because that doesn't make sense either because we got fetch lands. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're doing that. So the big news is that they are putting Counterspell into the format. Yeah, I think everybody kind of saw that coming, though, right? Yeah, everyone had Counterspell last time, and now they got it. Opinion seems split on whether or not Counterspell is good is too good. I mean, if they print another Hogak, maybe it'll keep Hogak in Maybe. But, yeah, so that is the... 
Although, if blue ducks are allowed to have counterspell, I should be allowed to have faithless looting. Yeah, really. Like, faithless looting is, like, becoming a joke that is banned. Like, half the cards on the modern ban list, like, if you look at them in comparison with, like, the power level of current cards in the format, Mm -hmm. is just, like, laughable. Punishing fire. (laughs) Punishing fire. I mean, even, like, even, like, Golgari Grave Troll, like, oh, we don't like Dredge. But it's like, cool, like, you don't like Dredge, but, like, you know, here, here's, you know, Kroxa and Teferi Time Raveler, like, cool, yeah. Oh, you put some things on the battlefield, I'll just bounce one, and then, like, I don't know, Instant Speed, uh, Supreme Virtue, we're fine. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then the other one is Urza Saga. Oh, boy. Which I had written in our, like, what should we be getting? And I was like, we should get Enchantment Lands, but I was thinking, like, Enchantment Basics. But this is an enchantment land that is a saga. And if this is indicative of the power level of this set. Buckle up. Houston, we have a problem. I can't remember who it was, but I saw someone on Twitter do like a, like their first legacy, like review of a card, like for, for, and it was Urza Saga. And it was like, it was like four pages and it just ended with like A plus. (laughs) <laughs> it's like oh it does everything everything do you want it to do you want it to find your hate piece i got you if you want it to find you want me to find your combo piece i got you yeah i mean it finds like every hate piece yeah so it's an enchantment land mm-hmm. it's a saga it comes it's into saga. play and it gets the first um is it lore is it lore counter yeah i think it's a lore counter the urza saga gets tap out of colorless Mm-hmm. So it becomes an actual mana-producing land. The second lore counter gives it pay to tap sacrifice, make an XX construct construct where X or star star I guess construct where yeah, its power and toughness is equal to the number of artifacts you control. You have to sacrifice it. I think. No, it just no. makes it. You don't it have just to makes it. it. Oh, so you can do it twice. Yeah, I guess you could technically do it with the third. Or like during your upkeep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. You can do it twice. Okay, well, that's even sillier. And then the last one is when it gets its third lore counter, you... uh, Tutor up a Black Lotus? You tutor up anything with mana cost, one or zero. Right, so not mana value, mana cost. So you can't get, like, Lotus Bloom or Mox Tantalite. Or Chalice of the Void. Or Chalice of the Void. Because it's XX. Right, so it has to... Correct. The top top right-hand corner has to have a zero or a one. Yep. But, yeah, like, Tormod's Crypt, I got you. Graftigger's Cage, Pithing Needle, all these things, I got you, don't worry. Relic. Relic. Uh, You can crop crop rotate for it? Because it's Mm -hmm. a land? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it might take me a second, but I can I can find my pithing needle just name Wasteland, or you're gonna have to <laughs> Wasteland this. Also, you can so, ta- you can tap it for mana with the with the third trigger on the stack. You could also crop rotate this with the third trigger on the stack. You could, ooh, right? Ooh, yeah. Does that work? It sh- well, it wouldn't be there to get the third lore counter, so you would be able to go get something, right? 
Um, no, because the the ability should go on the stack, and then you can crop rotate it. Yeah, with I the guess third I ability on the stack. I, I guess, guess it I, depends on when it sacrifices. Yeah. If it sacrifices like with putting the lore counter on it, or if it sacrifices with completing the ability. Yeah, well, I guess we'd have to. Yeah, I'd have to look that up. Read read the rules, but you can tap it for mana before it sacrifices to go get you your like one mana yeah. cost thing. Yeah. So like it can pay for your pithing needle, or your. But it pays for your pithing needle anyway. What do you mean? It puts oh, it, it puts on the battlefield. Oh, it puts it on the battlefield. That's right. So like it gets your pithing yeah, you needle plus you get a mana. Yeah. yeah. Dear God. So yeah, this card is like bonkers. Yeah. Like. If it's not broken now, it it will be. But it seems I, like I think that was what did I say in chat when you posted this up? Because I didn't even know this was happening. Like you yeah. posted up a picture of this thing, and I said I'm pretty sure that needs to be banned in every format it's legal in. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. Like I don't see how there's nothing good can come of this card. No. So obscene. Yes. Yes, like, again, like, I'm just looking at this set for, like, what did we miss? Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's like, oh, it's fine. It only, it only like, tutors and gives you mana. Like, it only finds the piece that you need, plus gives you a mana you can float. Right. It's It's fine. What could anyone possibly ever do? Just goes, Anything goes they and get want. The map. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they'll just go get an expedition map. It's fine. It's like, no, they'll yeah. just, like... Someone's like, and pays for one of the mana to activate it. <laughs> yeah. Someone was like, you could go get Lantern of Insight. And I was like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Or I need my Codex, codex Shredder. Like, yeah. oh, oh. We don't need to, we don't need to encourage that. All right. Oof. So. At least um, it's not fetchable. True. <laughs> I mean, oh, until you, until we have like tap sack search for an enchantment land or basic. <laughs> You Tap know, like, search for a land. Search for a land. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fine. I'm just going to play tapped. It's okay. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> it's evolving you know wilds, many, but gets any land. You know how many of those I would play in depths? As many as I could get. Yeah. All of them. It's like, it's like, excuse me. So this is a, this is a rampant, this is a sylvan scrying hmm. that you can't counter. It is. <laughs> oh, I would need all of these. Thank you. So this also just like kind of fits into what we've had recently where we get like main standard set release. Mm -hmm. We just kind of get through the main standard set release. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, are you starting to not think about magic? Here's Time Spiral Remastered. Yeah. And then you maybe get like good with Time Spiral Remastered. They're like, oh, here's Strixhaven. Are they only, I feel like they're only giving like each set like a month to breathe. I mean, they really are. It's there's something like every other month. Yeah, but it's like you do. So Keldheim came out. Keldheim's mm -hmm. here like a month, and then we start uh, Time Spiral. Like, yep. It's uh, the perpetual hype machine. Yeah, just constantly. Yep. All right, so. After you, after they break modern and I presume legacy and commander and vintage, I don't know. Probably. Uh, they're going to take a brief re respite to go to the D&D set Adventures in Forgotten Realms. Yeah. When do the spoilers start for that? 
Uh, June 29th. <laughs> when did the spoilers start for Modern Horizons again? Uh, June 11th? Two weeks? No, pre-release is June 11th. Okay, so pre-release, you get yeah. two weeks. Not even. Yeah. yeah, two weeks. You get two weeks and they're like, how'd you like that? Here's another set. Would, would you like some more of that? Would you like some more? Okay, so, so yeah. June 29th, we have our uh, spoilers. Yep. And it releases and... on July 8th? On Arena and Moto? Yeah. I, I don't understand this either because it releases in paper or it releases on Arena a week before it releases in paper. But that's what they've been doing, I think. No. Yeah. No, it re- it's been releasing on Arena pre-release weekend, not a week before pre-release weekend. I feel like they've talked about wanting to do this or people have talked oh. about it. Yeah, like... No, I haven't like... done this yet. Okay, well, this... Haven, it was on Arena like the Thursday before pre-release. Keldheim okay. was on Arena the Thursday before pre-release. Yeah, no, I mean, like they're trying to drive people to Arena. Like, you want to play the new cards? Yeah. Go to Arena. Because, I mean, okay, think about this. The D&D Adventures in Forgotten Realms standard format will be solved. A hundred percent solved. Before pre-release. Before pre-release. Yep. Maybe... Okay, maybe 80% solved before pre-release, but by the time the set officially releases, the format will be solved. There'll be oh, 100%. tier lists of decks. You'll know yep. exactly what you should play. It'll be I mean, done. Unless it doesn't make a splash at all and nobody cares about standard again. Like Strixhaven. But, <laughs> but I mean, Strixhaven standard is solved. You play your, Cal- you play your Keldheim deck, but yeah. you stick <laughs> one Professor Onyx in it. Yeah. And then you're good. Oh, real quick. Uh, t- today's sweet magic play. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's turn. It's like turn five. My opponent had kept up mana, so I didn't try to combo them off. Okay. And they hit their, They hit seven lands, and they're like, ultimatum you. And they get a pile of um, Lily Dreadhorde General. Okay. Voron Clex. Okay. And uh, what's it called? Uh, Elrond's Epiphany. Right. Okay. So I have them put shuffle Elrond's Epiphany back in. Mm-hmm. And now they want to like play Voron clicks and then play Lily and alt it and like, you know, make me sack all my permanents. Right. Well, they play Voron clicks. They had to play it first. And then I bounce it. <laughs> and they play their little they make it 2-2 and they get comboed off the face of the earth nice. <laughs> I was like Voriclix resolves bounce it and they're just like plus make a 2-2 I was like yeah plus make a 2-2 attack nice. you for 30 yeah I'm, nice. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that Gavin's first word is got him Cause like he, I'm like hey buddy we got him and he's like yeah whatever I gotta knock some stuff over leave me alone <laughs> Gavin's just an, just another cat knocking stuff off the counter. Oh, like if I stack, he has like these blocks. If you stack anything higher than three blocks, he will stop what he is doing. He will come over and he will knock it down. Really? If you try to build it up again, you get it like two or three high. He's like, nope, on the ground. <laughs> like he just will That's stop. Too much. 
Yeah, he just turns around. He's like, oh, this has got to die. <laughs> Bam. I'm just like, dude, we got him. And he's like, whatever, old man. Let me knock some stuff over. <laughs> get the stacking. More stacking, less getting. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Yeah, it might just be that nothing, like, really matters. Yeah. Which, again, fine. I am fine with that. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, hey, everything matters in every set. Right. No, they definitely need to ratchet the power level down a little bit so we don't end up with Throne of Eldraine Part 2, 3, 4, and 5. I mean, then we're just Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Yeah, basically. It's like, well, we started out with things being a thousand of thousands. Now yeah. things are like 40 million, 40 millions. Yeah. Well, that and, I mean, quickly. we're also going to need another sideboard soon. We already have companions and wish boards and learn boards. I mean, we so already you're going to run the, out of sideboard slots. We already have the super intuitive seven card best of one sideboard. <laughs> 15 the, card best of three sideboard. Yeah. And yeah. where like you can't like list it as like, I have three of this card. They're like, no, you don't. You have one, one, and one. Right. It's like, why are you making this the most offensive interface possible? <laughs> Please explain. Yeah. Yeah. So coming out on Arena super early. Yeah, really strange. Again, full booster fun thing, but our showcase cards are... OG D&D art book, which I guess I don't know. Again, I've never opened a D&D art book in my life, so I don't know what that looks like. Well, it's not like the art book, but it's like the manuals. Oh, book, book like, art. Yeah, I guess yeah, book art. The um, order of words matters. Yeah. Sorry. They specifically reference the monster manual. So, like, typically the showcase cards are a theme, like... We had um, like the gods and Kaldheim were all like the, you know, Nordic not work, whatever. Yeah. And like the gods and Theros were all the showcase to like, you know, show their or they were all constellation to show like their, you know, whatever gods. Um, so I'm assuming these are all going to be D&D monsters okay. and they're not going to be like equipments or whatever. Um, the one that they previewed is uh, Beholder and it's like legit looks like it was pulled out of the monster manual. Like it's a, like a parchment style background with like a black and white image on the background and like a purple splash of purple or something. It looks just like, you know, a monster manual from 1985 would have looked like. Okay. So it's kind of neat. It's kind of fits with like the sketch art from uh, modern horizons Two, like uh, kind of the same style. But, I mean, obviously it's different, but I don't know. I thought it looked kind of cool. It'll be neat to see, um, like, if I'm assuming we're going to get more dragons than just Tiamat. Yeah. So it'll be cool to see, you know, some of the dragons in that style, I think. They'll yeah. Look neat. Um, what is it? Was it Power Word Kill? Was that the name of the card? Yeah, that looked insane, right? I mean, it, it stands to reason that, so that is like one in the black. Is it an instant? Yeah. Destroy target, yep. like non-dragon non-devil non-angel non something else dragon 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 angel demon devil okay so like that leads me to believe that for limited that is actually going to be like a drawback probably so there needs to be more dragons to like yeah. make that work yep so and that's a solid removal spell though 
Oh, it is. It is. I mean, it kind of has. Uh, what was the uh, uh, the one from Innistrad? Like kill. Oh, um, killed non zombie, non something. Non zombie, non werewolf, non vampire. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like that used to see play a modern. Yeah. It's hard because, like, I feel like this is a, like, I feel like there's removal spells that are better than that to, like, see it, see play, but it could. Yeah, maybe. But I think that they could be, like, especially with, like, the, the like, art style, the D&D, like, art book style. Like, this is something where, like, couldn't you see someone who is, like, magic adjacent? Mm-hmm who maybe doesn't play the game wanting to buy these cards. Oh, definitely for, for yeah. them. So. Yeah. D and D nerds are weird like that. Yeah. So like I could definitely see a situation where people who don't play magic are going to want to collect all of these cards. Yeah. So like, that they can have them. There all. is an overlap there anyway. There is. Like, I, I don't know if you, I, I mean, obviously there's no between D and D and magic players, but like I mean, going all the way back to like when uh, Richard Garfield was making the game. Like the whole reason he made Magic was because he wanted a game that he could play quickly with his friends while they were waiting for everybody to show up on D and D night. Gotcha. And like that's how the game came to be was him and a bunch of friends waiting for everybody to get there so they could start playing D and D. Yeah, I mean, again, like I don't know much about D and D, but you could see a situation where like someone wants the beholder card yeah. to instead of instead of using like a mini like here yeah. here's the beholder yep this is this is your creature that you're fighting against could very well be yeah so like i'm sure that they're hoping that there's going to be you know more people buying these cards than would normally buy them because of the D art yep and then again going back to booster fun we're gonna have draft set collector and theme boosters as well as bundles and they're doing uh commander decks for this set so we'll have those to look forward to as well is this the second set of commander decks we're gonna get this year well i mean they started doing i don't know if these are like the full commander decks like we just had but they've started doing commander decks like with other releases like we had two decks with kaldheim and two decks okay. with zendikar and okay. two decks with commander legends yeah it just seemed like because we just got four for strixhaven yeah so the strixhaven ones were like the official commander like c21 or whatever oh, okay okay were these i don't know if these a... yeah these ones might just be you know additional okay adventures in forgotten realms whatever because that's how they did Keldheim and Zendikar. Is they were just like additional cards in that set. Okay, okay. So, because the hype train can never stop. Must keep rolling. There's going to be another super drop, which I feel like we're still in the midst of our super drop. We um, are, yeah. <laughs> for Modern Horizons 2. So, in between Modern Horizons 2 and D&D, which as we yep. pointed out, is like two weeks right three weeks from now it's going to be two weeks (laughs) yeah so we're getting refreshing yeah that's all they said is it it was going to be refreshing so i have no idea what refreshing means is it just like a foily like 75 dollar pack of mentos 
I don't know, maybe. Like, it, here's the fresh maker. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Thanks. It'll be in a giant foam box. A giant foam box for one foily wrappered Mentos. That's right. Just but one, not a sleeve of them, just one. If it gets too humid, it un, the, the paper unwraps. It just yeah. wraps the other way. Like, Self-unwrapping oh, no. Mentos. Yeah, it's self-unwrapping Mentos. Yeah. Which, like, crazy. Yeah. And then... So many places to put your magic dollar. So many places. And so the last thing is um, in-store play for the U.S. is going to resume May 28th. Just in time for Modern Horizons 2 pre-release. Yeah, which we said that they were that they were going to tie in play yep. to um, uh, a set, and sure yep. enough, sure enough, I'm a little torn. Yeah, uh, just because like I uh, quickly did some uh, googling the other day of what full vac- vaccination rates are in the United States. Mm-hmm. They're not good. For our wonderful state, it is 28% of people that could be fully vaccinated are. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, ugh. Like, the bigger bigger issues about, like, you know, people acting like all of this nonsense is over when it's not. But, you know, they are definitely saying, like, you know, let your local, whatever your local regulations are, we're going to supersede anything they tell you. Right. So just because they say you can like use, I guess it's the companion app now. Yeah. To set up, yep, to, to, set up to set up tournaments doesn't mean that you necessarily are going to be able to, if like your locality says like no gatherings. Right. But Wizards is no longer going to be an impediment to you doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it'll be up to up to the LGS. Yeah, so you know, like I said, like I'm, you know, it'd be nice to get out, but at the same time, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just broken now, and like I can never go outside <laughs> again. I don't know. Oh, the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it just it's just like oh, like nothing's nothing's that different. Yep. So, all right, to reward us. To going <laughs> to, to going back out to the LGS. Well, I mean, to be fair, you don't actually have to play in anything for this next True. bonus. You, you just have to purchase something. I guess they're doing a promo rollout. I think there's going to, I think they said that there's this one plus five more. So six in total. And they're all going to be old border foil staples of some format. And they're going to be given to local game stores to drive traffic back into the store, boost sales, try and get magic going again, I guess. Um, the first one is a beautiful-looking old-bordered foil Fable Passage. card looks gorgeous. Yeah. It said that, I guess technically they can't tell the game store how to give them out, but they suggest that the game stores give them out for a purchase of $50 or more. So like maybe a bundle of modern horizons too. Yeah. You buy your bundle. They give you a, yep. 
of this or like i don't know you like buy it no probably be too late but like you buy your pre-release kit or something Nothing yeah i don't think i don't think these are gonna i think these are gonna be there for release weekend not for pre-release okay like they said starting release week so still cool though yeah no and like i said they're gorgeous yeah no it is very nice and I don't know what the other five cards are going to be, but they did say that, you know, they're cards that players are going to want their staples. So I don't know. We're going to, we're going to see like yet another like printing of like lightning bolt and like <laughs> path. I hope not. There's been enough lightning bolts and paths. Yeah. So I mean, Fable Passage is a good one though. No, Fable Passage is just think yeah. about like, I think you bought the lightning bolt secret layer, right? No, I did not, because I had just bought my, um, or not bought, but I had just acquired my last full art Grand Prix promo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I have those, too. Crap. Because, like, the Lightning Bolt's just a card that they just, like, every time they do something, like, we'll just just print Lightning Bolt again. Yeah, it'll just be another Lightning Bolt. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they just came out with a bunch of different versions of Lightning Bolt, and then we got a Lightning Bolt uh, Mystical Archive. Yeah, so... With all this in-store play stuff, I think we touched on it maybe earlier. If not, we we're planning to kind of go back and do playing in paper stuff. Yes. Um, it's something that you guys have been requesting for quite a while. And I've pointed people in the direction of the last series we did. And at the time, we got really good feedback on it. It helped drive our numbers up a little bit. And... I have, you know, pointed people in the direction of that series since then and have gotten really good feedback on it again, even now. So we're definitely going to do it again. It was a hit. I've got it kind of mapped out on the calendar. There's a whole lot going on this summer, so you guys have to bear with us a little bit. But if there's anything in particular that you want to hear about as far as getting ready to play in paper or like what you need to play in paper or what to expect at a local game store or how tournaments are run or maybe going to your local game store for the first time, hit us up. Let us know. We'll be glad to answer all of your questions. Yeah. And then something that uh, is exciting and that got cut short by COVID is mystery booster convention packs are coming to a local game store. So these were the mystery booster. um, uh, They're sending the boxes. These are the mystery booster boxes that had the promo cards in them. So the white, sorry, not the the play test cards, like the white, the black and white cards that had like, they look like a sticker. Yeah. That had like a wild mechanic or just a wild design on them. Live drowsy monstrosity. Yeah, I mean, recycle a bird that just said, give right. something a flying counter. And yep. we were like, well, what does a flying counter do? I was like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, now we know what a flying counter does. Yeah, because we got it in Ikoria. Or uh, Enchantment Ties was an enchantment that made something an enchantment. And then we got that in Theros. Yeah, and then uh, there was the Enchanted Prairie. Yep. There was the, the the dual land enchantment dual land, and now yep. we have an enchantment land. So like some yeah, of and some, we also got snow snow dual lands. Yeah, so there yep. was there's some stuff that like came from that that was came from that set that 
we're uh we're in future sets but the more important thing is it's a very fun draft format it's one of the best draft formats it was awesome yeah like that is something that we've talked about before that we went to see come back even the like just like lgs like non-convention version of this was a good product yeah i mean honestly i wish they just sent like another two or three cases of regular ones out so that they won't be so expensive. Yeah. Just like, like I, I would hope that everybody could get a draft of this in, and I don't think they're going to at the prices that convention edition packs are commanding. Yeah. So, but like, if you can, this is definitely the, uh, the, the a thing to try to do. If you're going to oh, go yeah. back to your LGS, this is something you want to try to participate in. If you can. Absolutely. I would, if you were, you know, trying to get back to your LGS and they are scheduling one of these, I would 100% sign up for it. They are awesome. Some of the most fun you'll have, especially with the playtest cards. The playtest cards are so weird. They are. And there's one in every pack. Yes. As someone who did a draft and drafted a so-so deck, but took every one <laughs> to the point that like someone's like, what? Why are someone taking all these? I'm like, I don't know. Cause they're weird. Now they're all worth like $70 a piece. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was the most profitable draft in my life. Uh, <laughs> just, I have like 30 of them. Just a stack. <laughs> um, so, quick arena check-in. There's uh, some stuff happening on arena. Mm-hmm. First, we have Historic Anthologies five, uh, 5. Please be better than Historic Anthologies 4. Yeah, It's uh, coming May 27th. So, May 28th is Modern Horizons 2 that will not be on arena and wizard said, no, no, no. We need something on arena. Also May 28th. So, no, May t- modern horizons is the 11th. Oh, that's right. Uh, spoilers for modern horizons start the 28th. Okay. Thank Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, the, we need something on arena. Yeah. Now, granted, they just threw a hand grenade into the format with the mystical archives. Right here's 30 more cards yeah would they have vorinclex and whirler virtuoso were the two that they leaked yeah which old vorinclex old vorinclex yeah yeah like again that strikes me as like a historic brawl card that you can't play right because they don't like historic brawl for some reason well you can now i guess because you can like buy the historic brawl fest thing or whatever uh, but yeah, yeah, but like, it's only for a week, right? Oh, is it? Okay, I think so. Uh, and then, uh, World of Virtuoso, no one cares. Yeah, like, like it saw a little bit of play in rally decks to make your giant Nantuko husk unblockable, but that was about it. Yeah, but like, if if the thing you're trying to sell someone is, hey, here's Vorinclex and World of Virtuoso, <laughs> and it's like, isn't yeah. this a card that like? in theory, could just end up on Arena anyway. I'm kind of surprised it's not already on Arena. Yeah, I was I was like, how is this not here? But I guess, like, Origins is too old. Yeah. But yeah. So, I don't know. So far, those two cards seem wholly unplayable in Historic. So, yeah. Good job. Way to, keep up the tra- <laughs> yeah. way, way to keep up the uh, tradition of cards that aren't playable. Right. Um... And then we have the Mirror Mirror event. Um, Wait. Well, you, you skipped something. 
Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, uh, jump starts coming back. Okay. Um, I guess it's going to be only a limited time, and it's the same jump start that we had. It was kind of fun, but really the only reason to play it was to get, you know, some of the sweet lands and some of the cards that weren't already on Arena that you've probably already blown wild cards on now. So I don't know if there's a reason to play Jumpstart. Yeah, like I always feel like avoid this, like save your gems and gold for something better. Yeah. Like the format was fine. It it was just okay. Yeah. Now we have the mirror mirror event. Yeah. So this is um, our first piece of evidence that Squirp might be Morrow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, somebody listened to our podcast last week and made changes to Arena accordingly. Yeah, yeah. So I've never seen Squirp and Morrow in the same place. That's all I'm saying. That's um, true. Yeah. So, so in July they're gonna do a, an event called Mirror Mirror, where basically they go through and they fix cards. Imagine a world where Oko, Thief of Crowns, was printed with balanced abilities and became just another great historic card. Uh, okay, so I'm assuming it costs four mana, and its middle ability is a minus. And I, I would only assume. And its first ability is a plus one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, uh, what if Terry Time Raveler was printed where he was more of a friend than a foe to the format, so it doesn't have its static? Cool. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, without its static, that card is fine. Yeah. Or its static is something, like, dumb. So, yeah. Should be interesting. Again, this strikes me as something that, like, I will skip. They are 100% doing this to test the waters. Oh, you think? Oh, yeah. No doubt in my mind. They're testing the waters. To see if people, like, are hyped about this? No, I think they're testing the waters to see if there's an outrage about this. Because I think it's already planned to happen. Huh. I think they're gauging community reaction. So when I take the magic survey, did you do this? Mm-hmm. No. Seemed dumb. <laughs> Seemed yeah. like a waste of my time. Yeah. I was happy not thinking about these cards. Yeah. Now you have to think about them and how the format is completely different than any other format and also not playable in paper. Yeah, like that. Like that would be the death nail in this. I like... So, like we talked about last time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, we don't have to rehash all we of this. But, but I was going to say, one thing that it does do is all the talk of let's play historic and paper yeah. goes out the window if right. you have 30 cards that don't exist in paper. Right. Right. Then you never have to worry about... Then there's no competition for paper pioneer. Right. Right, you just have like historic 100% becomes its own thing, mm-hmm. which fine, but like I don't know, it just feel weird. Yeah, like I mean, my whole thing was like even back in like the alpha of Arena, is I was excited because it was a way that I could squeeze play test time in in the formats that I play where I normally wouldn't have been able to squeeze playtest time in for like practicing for an event. Like we yeah. did that whole series before, was it Oko Richmond 
where we spent like a month practicing the format on arena and tracking our progress and you brew that sweet deck yeah and like that's how i see arena is a place where you can go and get reps in with the deck learn the format learn the metagame and then use that to go play a paper event and if this is how they're moving i think i need to reevaluate my relationship with arena i think that what arena is going to end up being is it's going to end up being standard pioneer which are going to like mirror the paper formats yeah and then wacky historic format where they just do anything and everything yep where they're just like we moxes yeah like here's some moxes or here's you know whatever gamble yeah just whatever we feel like putting in here hey they gave us triple gamble (laughs) yeah i was actually just thinking that gamble's probably like not even close to out of the realm of possibilities like it's probably in historical anthologies five oh yeah gamble coming in two weeks it'll be here yeah you have faithless looting and you have gamble and you go get your whatever like reanimation piece you're missing either the unburial rights or the stupid sphinx sphinx and you're like, or you all can right. just like go get a hollow one just yeah. like pitch all your cards hollow one go there you go not a huge fan of of this if it if it is just like a test balloon i bet you it is yeah no you're probably right like how bad are people going to get or are people going to be like, oh, this was super sweet. I got to play with like a not busted Oko. Yeah. I was right. This is what Oko should have been all. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, is like if they just like they missed in the too powerful direction, it could just end up not being playable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And then it's yeah, like if they missed uh, the other way. And then it's just like historic because nobody still plays Oko or it's a very time reveler. Yeah, it's like, oh, Teferi Time Ravelers, I think step one for both of them is you add a mana to them. Yeah. Right? And then you, like, tweak Oko's abilities, and then you take off Teferi Static, and you make it something else. Yeah, I don't know what else you'd make it. I don't know. Would he Would he be broken if you gave him Baral's text? If you no. counter a spell, rummage, or loot? I was going to say, it could be, like, can't activate abilities at instant speed or something each player can only cast one spell a turn yeah or something like that yeah like that would be fine actually that should that should be what it is because then he would still have the same flavor where like there's no counter wars you still like whoever plays him still wins a counter war but you can also like play a game of magic yeah you can like counter your opponent's thing like their shields are down if they cast one spell right yeah, no, I think it's fine. But yeah, but if you if you miss in the wrong direction, like you just don't it doesn't do anything. Yep. So All right, so that was a lot. That was a lot. We are all L- caught up. Hmm? Lots of news. Yeah, so we are all caught up mm-hmm. on what is going to be the summer of legend, legend. Slash the summer of separating you from your hard-earned cash. Oh, yeah. All that yeah. money will leave. All of it. Yep. So, with that, I think we have a show. 
Yeah, I think next week we're going to do a Modern Horizons called shots episode. Yeah. So you guys got any called shots that uh, you think are going to be in Modern Horizons 2? We're talking about the not currently modern legal cards that are going to be reprinted and put into modern. Yeah. So if you got any that you think are going to be in there, let us know and maybe we'll talk about them. Yeah, you can let us know on Twitter at Casual Tripod. And on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG. Or you can email them to us, show at casualtryhardmtg.com. Like I said at the top of the show, all of the mystical archives are cheap right now. So if you're looking to pick any of those up, if you like the frames, even the uh, etched foil ones are pretty cheap. And like personally, I think the etched foil ones are kind of a good buy because. Like, if you're looking to bling out a deck, you can still tell that it's different from, like, a normal version of the card. But you also don't have to worry about the surface getting cloudy like you do on a foil or the card warping. So check out the etched foils. That's that's a hot tip. Okay. Um, but please use our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com, if you're looking to pick any of that stuff up. Also, we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Again, like I'm... Like I said at the top of the show, we do a pre-show while we kind of test sound levels, make sure all the software is operating correctly, and just kind of catch up for a while. We record that and let our patrons listen to it. Sometimes we let things slip, like maybe projects we're working on or bits of finance advice or kind of just whatever's going on. And like I said, our patrons get access to that where a normal listener might not. So if you want to listen to our pre-show, it's just more of us every week. Um, head over to patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg and throw us a couple bucks. There's a, a whole bunch of tiers listed there, but they're kind of all the same. So everybody gets equal access to everything we do. So whatever you can afford to throw in there, go ahead and check the pre-show out. Um, also we have our discord uh, there's a link in the description there's a link on all our social media it's probably the best way to communicate with us um, i know i check it a couple times a day more than a couple times a day um, you check it pretty frequently as well lots of good conversation happens in there we got a bunch of different rooms um, that's how w- probably the best way for you guys to get us show ideas or things that you want us to talk about so If you have ideas for the playing and paper series, head on over to our discord post up in there. If you have ideas for next week's episode where we're talking about cards reprinted into modern horizons Two, again, hop over to the discord. You can post those up in the class participation section. Ooh, that was a mouthful. It was. (laughs) So with that, we'll catch you on the internet. We'll almost catch you at FNM. Almost. We're almost there. <laughs>